Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? World's most daring adventure team arrives. Oh, oh, oh. Bravo. No mission is too hard. I'm lonely. On the other side of the world are my kind. I shall get you there. No! Yes! No journey is too far. Oh my, what is that, the sky? And no one knows when danger will strike. This is bad. <laughs> Missing Link rated PG. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf Vega, and today I have with me Krista. Hello. And Jake. Howdy, folks. And today we're doing a full 3D review of Missing Link, the newest animated movie from Laika. As always, we'll talk about the 3D element first. I did not watch this in 3D, so Jake, you actually reviewed it, and Krista watched it in 3D too. So, um, Jake, what are your thoughts on the 3D? It was really good. It was nice and strong. Uh, um, it was uh, interesting. Uh, especially uh, the I really was impressed with a lot of the uh, pop-outs. Uh, they were integrated smoothly into the story. Uh, they kept coming, so you kept visual interest up. Uh, one of the real highlights for me was the Loch Ness uh, scene, especially with the ropes. And they had they even had a few pop-on uh, screen uh, effects going on. Uh, it was really nice. Krista, what are your thoughts on it? I thought visually that this movie was gorgeous. I loved, like, there was so much, like, really beautiful scenery. Because the movie is, like, they travel around a lot in the movie, which gave them a, an excuse to, like, have tons of establishing spot, shots. And all of the establishing shots were, were gorgeous, in my opinion. Okay. What are your thoughts of the 3D itself, though, Krista? Oh yeah. Um, like, like, um, 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 I. Do you agree with there, Jake on the first yeah, opening scene? Yeah. I I I totally love the 3D in the in this movie. There's like uh, a lot of good scenes with atmospherics, and there's good scenes with with uh, you know, fore foreground and background elements contrasting. Uh, I, I, I think, I think they really have a good command over, over, over three D composition. Now, one scene since I watched it in two D, I can't uh, say, but there, um, I was thinking this would look good in three D. Was an uh, action scene that was on a boat. We're not going to give away what happened there because it's spoilers. But what was that really good in three D or no? We're talking about the the scene in Loch Ness, right? No, no, the scene later on when they're on the boat, and then um, the, I think the boat um, has, yeah, the boat is. Oh when, oh, when they're in the ocean traveling, yes, that had some really great uh, water scene. Yeah, and see, and they do a lot of stuff with camera angles and cuts. I mean, like a treats an animated movie like a real movie with uh camera work and stuff. I mean, it's yeah, it looked nice. I mean, 
this whole movie looks nice from start to finish. I mean, you could like do a screen capture of almost any scene and have a piece of art to put on your wall. Okay, so uh, what would you give the 3D aspect, Jake? Strong. All right, so it's great 3D? Mm-hmm, yes. Definitely great. Great 3D. Okay, well, I definitely feel bad that I did not watch it in 3D then. <laughs> Now on to the movie itself. So, um, Missing Link is the story of a globe-trotting adventure of finding the legendary Bigfoot. And um, when you find the Bigfoot, it, there's a lot more to it than the original story of the monster. And uh, you have to travel all around the world and meet new characters. And um, that's basically the whole story in a nutshell without spoilers. Krista, do you want to add anything to that? Um, no, I think that's a pretty good summary. So, um, what did you think of it, Krista? Um, in terms of the storyline, I feel like it was a fine story. I feel like there wasn't anything, like, super standout about the story itself. Uh, like, I think there were some missed opportunities story-wise, actually. Um, but like the like the characters are are are, are lovable enough um, once you get to know them. So it, I I definitely enjoyed watching it. All right, Jake, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, this is like his kind of first outright comedy. I mean, this felt more like a Ardman movie than it did a Leica movie. I felt almost like I was watching uh, Wallace and Gromit go around the world in eighty days. Uh, now, that was actually my I, first thought, is that I thought thought this was, a, like, the same studio that did Wallace and Gromit, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, I, I mean, uh, this, I chuckled all through the movie, and there was a, and steadily laughed out loud several moments. There's I mean, a lot this of movie, good funny lines. I mean, it's as heartwarming and funny. And it's funny for the whole family, not just for kids, not just for adults. There's really great humor all around. And I think part of the humor that I really liked was the writing. Um, I really, really liked the writing. I thought it was really sharp. Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts on the writing on this movie? Yeah, there was some, the jokes were really sharp and funny. It felt very English. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So... Mm -hmm. The voice acting is something we have to talk about because I thought the voice acting here was fantastic. Uh-huh. I agree. So, uh, Hugh Jackman, he's barely noticeable in this. Like, I can't really know his voice, but he's fantastic as the main character, Sir Lionel Frost. Yeah, him and um Stephen Fr- uh, Fry really capture that whole pompous Victorian white British male. Uh, they just take it and just run with it. They go so over the top with it. They're hysterical. And Zach Kafanakis as Susan the Bigfoot, I liked him a lot in this. Mm-hmm. He just kind of turned the whole Bigfoot thing on its ear. He's just so laid back and and so postmodern in a Victorian setting. It's hysterical. Krista, what do you thought of the voice acting? I, I think the voice voice acting was 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 pretty on point. Okay, so uh, let's go do a quick wrap-up. Um, Jake, what are your thoughts? Oh, uh, 
I'm a like a fanboy. I gave it a, a eight out of ten. Uh, I mean, uh, even though this isn't their best movie, this is still a really good uh, movie. Okay, so uh, Trista, what's your thoughts? Final thoughts. I mean, I don't know if I would give it as high as an eight out of a ten, but I did like the movie a lot. So, what would you give it then? Probably like a seven out of a ten. Okay, I guess I was the weird one, and I love this movie. I'm gonna give it a ten. I love this movie, <laughs> and I I was laughing. I I was amazed by the beautiful art, like you said, Krista. I thought it was really sweet natured, and I thought it's like his best work. So yeah, that's basically it. I, I, it can't stand up next to Kubo. I love Kubo. Kubo is great too. All right, that's basically it for our spoiler-free version of this review. Bye. 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 All right, before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. All right, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3d or 2d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.